0: I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So, let's talk money. Welcome to episode four of the Deeper Than Money podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. You're going to want maybe a pen, maybe a piece of paper. If you're driving, I hope you have a good memory because you are going to want to write some of these things down. I will also put them in the show notes, but just make sure that you are taking down these tangible tips because today we're talking all things optimizing over sacrificing. So basically how to cut your expenses without sacrificing. So let's first start at the basics. All There's all this like fancy schmancy secrets of finances, but the basics of finance are in order to reach your goals faster, you need to up your income. So increase your income, increase the money coming in, or decrease your expenses. So decrease the money going out, being spent. Those are the two ways. And we're going to talk about both ways on this podcast, but here's a really big problem that I've faced on a personal level, but also I see my clients struggle with a lot too. People, a lot of times, especially millennials, think that in order to cut expenses, it means you have to sacrifice what you love to do. That's not true. That is not true. So I like to say optimize over sacrifice because of this fact, like, because I believe that you can optimize instead of having to sacrifice things. So for me, for my own personal journey, when I first started getting into the finance game and really going on this personal finance journey, I thought the only way to get ahead was to sacrifice. My first thought when I started learning about, okay, I either have to increase my income or cut my expenses if I want to hit my goals faster, I started thinking, okay, that means I can never go out with my friends. I can't go out to eat. I can't get my nails done. I can't get my car oil changes. Seriously. I was in college and I was like, those aren't important, right? But those are the things that I thought about. I was like, okay, I will just cut out all of the fun I ever had ever, and that sucked. So I was to the point where my friends would have birthday dinners or somebody would ask me to go get coffee, and I would say no because I didn't want to spend $3 on coffee. Or maybe I would go to the friend's dinner if I didn't make up an excuse to not go and spend money, but I would maybe go but just order a water and be like, oh, yeah, I, I had to eat earlier because, you know, I would just make something up. And I would not have as much fun because I was so worried about what other people would think. And I also was just like skipping dinner, you know, not not a great formula for success. And so because of this, because I had this idea that I had to sacrifice everything fun, I had a very weird relationship at this time with spending. I was like, spending's the devil. You can't spend. You can't spend anything. And it's hilarious because even after I graduated college, and at this point, things like my relationship with spending and my belief around sacrificing wasn't as bad, but I can still remember, my sister will laugh about this so hard. She roasts me about this constantly, but she went with me to this new, I was moving like an hour and a half away from my college town to for my big girl job. And so I had to go get an apartment. I had to go apartment shopping. And I looked at all these places online and I was like, okay, I had a list. So we get there. And the first place that we went to was kind of like a middle of the road place. It wasn't super nice, but it wasn't like super crappy but in my eyes i was like this is so crazy expensive this isn't this is crazy expensive and because for me in the past i had only paid for rent in my college dorms which were clearly like cheaper because i had like four roommates and it was a cheaper place but anyway so we're looking at this place and i'm like this is too expensive we have to go to the cheaper places so we go to these cheaper places and i kid you not We like walk in and the lady's like, oh, aren't you two such cuties? I hope you have pepper spray if you're moving in. And I was like, what the hell? Like, that's your intro? That's your welcome speech to get me to move into here? And I was like, okay, a little sketchy, but it's fine. You know, it's a cheap place. So let let me see more. And she showed us into the rooms and I have really bad allergies. And all of a sudden, like I was sneezing, sneezing, and all I could smell was cigarette smoke. And I'm like, so is it like a smoke? Can people smoke in here? And she's like, no, we do s- smoke-free floors. So this is a smoke-free floor, but the people below me and above me could smoke. So it would literally just like get in the, through the walls and you, it 100% reeked of smoke. And so I'm like, is there anything you can do about the smoke? And she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. We offer free complimentary um, air fresheners, like wall plug-in air fresheners. I'm like, what? That's what you want? Like, what? What the heck? And so we get in there and like the cabinets are like kind of falling off the walls. I'm like, is this like a nice area? And she's like, well, I would just oh, like never be alone. And like, even when you're not alone, I would definitely carry pepper spray. I'm like, okay, so not a good area of town. I literally cannot stop sneezing because of the cigarette smoke. And then they're like, yeah, we also have animals, but. Um I think the person before you like might have had a cat, which I'm like severely allergic to cats. But we can again like we can I I think we can probably get somebody in here to vacuum. I'm like, wait, that's all you do between residents, you literally vacuum. But anyway, long story short, that, that was kind of a tangent. It's fine. That was a tangent. But the the point is, I wanted the cheapest place possible because I wanted to sacrifice I wanted to sacrifice, like, I don't know, things like a good living environment for to reach, like, to reach my goals. And that's not cool, at least for me. I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you, but for me, I do not want to sacrifice my health. I don't want to sacrifice freedom and fun and all the things that I value in order to save a little money and maybe pay off my debt like a month earlier. Heck no. So, I really struggled with this. I really struggled with this. I ended up finding a better place. It was obviously more expensive, but it was worth it. It was worth it to pay more for the place that I wanted and the place that I felt safe at and the place that I wasn't sneezing due to the cigarette smoke and things like that. So anyway, that's kind of a little background about me and why, how I struggled with sacrificing instead of optimizing and how I don't want you to. So let's get into it. Let's talk about all of my top tips on how you can optimize instead of sacrifice. So my first tip is cable. Cable is oftentimes... I'm, I'm always shocked by people's cable bill. I always ask people and I swear it's like always more, way more than I think it's going to be no matter who I ask. And cable is a really, really easy way to keep the things you love, but not pay the cable bill. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by this is <clears throat> looking into like YouTube t- TV or getting Amazon Fire Stick or a lot of times on the smart TV, you can just download the apps. And a lot of times, you guys, it is so much less expensive to have all the apps. So pay for Netflix and pay for Hulu and pay for Fox Sports Go or whatever and then cancel cable because if you're paying $7 for three different apps, okay, you're paying $21 a month for all of your favorite channels, but then you're not paying the $250 cable bill. So a lot of times, I actually see this more with uh, men, they're like, oh, man. no sports, you can't cancel this. I'm like, bro, like you can keep your sports. Like you can, even if you, when you need to, you buy the pay per view, it's still going to be less expensive. So, do you guys, are you with me? Are you tracking? You're keeping all the same stuff, but you're finding a better way to do it. And so you're paying less. My next one, I actually have kind of three in this category and they're all about grocery shopping. So basically, if you haven't heard of Aldi, what are you doing? Just kidding. There's definitely some places geographically that Aldi is not at. However, Aldi is the grocery store of my dreams. I love Aldi. It has really just amazing, uh, you know, different things. There's like organic food. There is pretty good produce. There's pretty good um, like salmon options and meat options. And it's great, but it's like one quarter of the price of a regular grocery store. So you're getting the same food, but for less of the price tag. So if you normally shop at Target, if you switch to Aldi's, you can get the exact same food and the exact same stuff that you normally get, but for so much cheaper. So Aldi, if you haven't gone there, bring a quarter. If you know, you know, if you don't, you will find out, but try out Aldi. Okay. The next one is to make a grocery list. This sounds so goofballs, but if you go to the grocery store and you're like, I'll just know when I get there what I need, you're going to spend so much more money. Make a plan write out exactly what you need, and then go to the grocery store. That will save you so much money. And again, you're not sacrificing. If you need Rice Krispie treats, put it on the list. It's not that you can't get it, but a lot of times if we go to the grocery store, especially if we're hungry, we get there and we're like, yeah, I need those extra Skittles, those king-size Skittle packages. And Snickers ice cream bar things. It's like, no, if it's not on the list, don't get it. So make a list before you go. And number three, when it comes to groceries, wash your fruits and veggies ASAP. Like you come home from the store, take all the fruits and veggies out from your, out from the packages, throw them in your sink, like fill it up with water, put some soap, obviously not like dish soap, like it produce soap but put some soap in there let them sit not only is this great from a health perspective because if you guys only knew how many gross like things like dirt and probably other animals or bugs or human unwashed hands have touched that fruit and veggie and you're just going to plop it in your mouth gross but also by washing it and then putting it in a bowl ready to eat you will actually eat it and it won't just like go bad sitting in the container a week later the other thing to do with fruit and veggies is if they're in the fridge and they're kind of nearing it's their last leg, you know, they're like starting to get a little like yeah, They're not like moldy, but they're like meh, Take them out, put them in a freezer Ziploc baggie and throw them in the freezer. Then if you want them for a smoothie or if you're going to throw them in like a stir fry or something, if they're veggies, then you're not wasting that food. <clears throat> when you're not wasting the food, you're not wasting your money. Bada bing, Bada boom. Okay, the next tip is you cancel your gym membership if you don't use it. This one is you might think instantly, "Um, "Hello, Chloe, that sounds like sacrificing," but you have to know you have to remember what I just said. If you don't use it, this is the biggest thing that I see: is clients who they have a gym membership, and I'm like, "Awesome, do you go to the gym?" and they say, "No." If you are paying for a gym membership but you don't go, cancel it. But here's the thing. you Oftentimes you want to keep that gym membership because you feel like if you cancel it, you're giving up on yourself. That's not true. Cancel it, release that charge because that money being spent to a gym membership you're not using isn't serving you. And instead tell yourself, if there's ever a time where I'm so pumped up. I'm so psyched. I'm ready to go to the gym. Get that membership back. But stop just letting that money come out and not utilizing it. And also, make a plan. Say, I'm going to cancel that, but I'm going to go on a mile walk two times a week for three weeks. Once I do that, then I'm going to go on a mile walk four times a week. Once I do that and I'm feeling really committed to my health and wellness, then I'm going to buy my gym membership back because I'm on a schedule, I'm in a routine, and I know that I'll actually go to the gym and utilize it. So I'm not saying cancel your gym membership no matter what. I'm saying if you don't utilize it, cancel it. And also another thing that you can do is if you're not serious about the gym and you just want to be able to go to a free class, or, or not a free class, but go to a gym class once in a while... Look at your local gyms. Look at your, lo- your local yoga studios and classes. There are so many places. I would say most places offer one free class or a free week pass or whatever. If you're just randomly wanting to pop in, utilize those other places first instead of paying 80 bucks a month to not go to the gym. Okay, let's go to the next one. Oh, this is also about the gym. Check in on work discounts. So many times your place of employment will offer discounts or offer uh, some sort of bonus or something for working at that company if you bring it up. So bring it up or schooling. If you're a student and you have a student ID, bring it up. If you're about to buy a membership, say, hey, by the way, I'm a student or hey, by the way, I work at... This company, do you have any discounts for me as a student or for me as this employee? A lot of times they do, but they just don't advertise it. Next up, the library. I know it's like a foreign place we forget about, but libraries have books and they have movies. And so many times it's like, you know, it's Saturday. You're like, oh, I need a red box rental. And you go, you get a red box rental. You bring it back. You're like, hey, I should take that back today, like the next day. You forget. Day two, you forget. You forget. You forget. And then it's like a $9 charge for this movie, and maybe you still haven't even watched it. So anyways, ditch the Red Box rental, rent a movie at a library, and rent a book. You know, rent a book. We often forget that we have free access to books via our local library. So don't forget that. Go there. If you are trying to cut down expenses, maybe cancel your Audible subscription or cancel if you have like a Kindle subscription or I don't even know really much about Kindle, but cancel that and start getting books checking out at your local library. The next one is to buy a coffee maker. This might sound counterintuitive because you're spending money, but if you buy a $7 Starbucks or a $5 Starbucks every single day, if you were to buy a really nice home coffee maker for a hundred bucks or 150 or whatever they are, and, and that would make you make coffee at home, do it. That will pay off in the long run. So you still get your coffee. You're not sacrificing your latte, but you're just making it from home, which will pay off in the long, long run. All right, Um, Ibotta, that's a good one. I like using Ibotta. It is, this should have gone like with the grocery stuff, but when you're grocery shopping, when you're done, you can scan your receipt with Ibotta. I'll put it in the show notes so you can just click that link. But by using Ibotta, it gives you money back. So I probably get maybe like 40 or 50 bucks back a month via Ibotta just from scanning in my receipts. It takes like 10 seconds. Okay. Energy costs. When you're at work, turn your air down in the summer or your heat down in the winter or when you're out of town. Such a simple thing, but can make a pretty big difference for your energy bills. All right. Clothes. Get rid of your old clothes. Get rid of them. I love this one because not only is it such a nice, you know, you can get some extra cash, Um, A great place is thread up. I'll put it in the show notes or you can take it to like a a local consignment store and get some moolah back. But we don't realize that having stuff, having so much stuff bogs down our lives. Like when we have so many clothes in our closet that not only do we not wear half of them because we don't like them or they don't fit or whatever, but they're sitting there. It bogs you down. So get rid of that stuff. You'll feel so much better. All right. Two more, two more, two more. The second to last one is invite friends over for dinner. This is such a fun thing that some of my friends and I have started doing and it's great. It's so, so much fun. And not only is it a, probably a money saver, but it's a time saver too. So we take turns and like our friends will cook one night and we'll go over there for dinner or we'll cook or we'll buy food and then they'll eat or they'll buy food or Or we'll just get a big thing and then split it. It's so nice. It's a money saver. And it's so fun. It's like, how often do we say, yeah, I'm going to go. Let's hang out soon. And then you don't. Make it a priority. Say every other week or once a month or whatever it may be, we're going to have this little potluck. And then everybody can bring their own thing. And we all get to eat and have fun and save money. That should be my intro. Wow. Fun. Okay, And then the last one. Switch banks. We can become so attached to our bank sometimes, especially if it's like a ma and pa bank, which I love. I love supporting local businesses. But here's the thing: do not be paying fees. Do not be paying. I, you know, I do not recommend paying having a credit card where you have to pay a yearly fee. My only exception is if it's an airline one where you then get free bags if you travel. If you don't travel, there's no point of having that one and paying that fee. But switch banks if your bank will not take your fees off of your accounts. Switch banks, that those fees add up so much, so stinking much. And by doing that, you're getting the exact same thing. You're at, you're, you're still at the bank, you're not sacrificing that. But again, you're optimizing by saving that money on fees. All right, you guys, that wraps up episode four of the Deeper Than Money podcast. As always, make sure you subscribe and you screenshot and tag me. I love to see that you're watching and hear what your favorite parts are.